Good people, good people, good people. Greetings. Greetings to all. Hope you're doing marvelous. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, welcome back to the Hospitality Pro Show. Did I miss something? Hospitality Hacks Pro Show, uh, where we give you tips, tricks, tidbits, hacks, if you will, uh, to help you navigate your food and beverage business. This week, want to take a little dip into this new FDA food code, okay? Food and Drug Administration every four years puts out an updated uh, food code, and sometimes in between, they'll give us a little razzle-dazzle, a little uh, supplement uh, in between, but uh, some, some interesting changes here, some interesting changes. Now, I'm going to preface this conversation by saying, if you've never looked at the food code, I'm going to be honest with y'all. This is my first time like taking a deep dive. <laughs> that thing is dense. It's dense. It's 668 pages, first of all. Okay. Um, that's a lot. Okay. But here's a hack that I, here's a little hack that I found when I was looking through this. If you scroll all the way. So first of all, go ahead and go to FDA.gov uh, or you can just Google FDA food code and it should pop up uh, at the top and um, go to the 2022. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see. Let me go ahead and share my screen. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Go ahead and share my screen so y'all can see what I see. All right. Should be good to go now. Let me make sure. Yep. All right. So uh, let's take it from the top. Let's just go ahead and go FDA food code. Boom. All right. Right there up top, it pops up. Because if you go to FDA.gov, um, it'll kind of, you got to go through a couple of little hoops to get to the actual food code itself. But if you just Google food code, bang, here we go. All right. Um, and then you can see the past versions if you would like, right? And then you can come right here on top and click food code 2022. All right. And then boom. All right. Uh, it kind of is going through some uh, verbiage explaining the updates and whatnot. So originally posted December 28th, 2022. The most recent version is the January 18th, 2023 version. Um, and the version date is displayed in the top left corner of the page of page one. All right, so when you download this thing, if you choose to do that, you can scroll down here and get a PDF version, right? There's also a summary of the changes there, but here's what I found as well. So when you click here and download it, I'm not going to download it again because I already have it on another tab. Um, let me make sure y'all can see the new tab. No, you cannot. Hmm. Or maybe I will. Let me see. Let me see if y'all can see it. Yeah, y'all can see it now. All right. <clears throat> so as you can see right up there on top, 668 pages. But if you go to page, I believe it was 651, bang, it gives you um, a summary of the changes, right? So my suggestion, I'm going to tell y'all what I think the most pertinent 
um, updates or changes are a couple of them. And I'm going to share my, uh, my two cents. But if you're interested in looking a little bit more into this, taking a deeper dive, I do encourage you to do your own research. Um, this is all based on my personal opinion, <laughs> what I'm about to share with y'all. Uh, but go here to the summary page 651. And then you can kind of see the amendments changes and it'll also give you the code all right and so when if you see something that stands out to you for instance um let's just say this one about tobacco products um so amendment 2-301.14 uh includes the new term tobacco products that's because a lot of people are uh, vaping now which is a is fairly new Right. So I'm sure that's why they address that, um, not just cigarettes and um, chewing tobacco these days. Right. So you can if you want to look more into that change, literally go to that section. Right. And find 2-301.14 and then. And then you can read up a little bit more on that specific one instead of trying to shuffle through. um <laughs> 668 pages, but right. So you can see the numbers there, right? So that's a little quick little hack for that. That's kind of how I was going through it. I was, I looked at the summary page. I did do some kind of breezing through as well. Okay. I don't even remember what I said the number was two dash somebody, but there's the two start somewhere around page 49. Okay. So that's what I would suggest. And then you can also, can, you know, of course, come up to the top and just put in whatever page number you need to get back to a specific page number. So if you if you don't sell, let's say, shellfish um, in your establishment, you might not care about the changes related to shellfish tags. So you might skip that one. Right. And go to something that um, applies to you. Now, here's the interesting thing. Let's stop the screen share. Here is the interesting thing. Boom. Back to me. Interesting thing is that this is a recommendation, right? So a lot of this is still up to your local regulatory authority as far as changes are concerned and things of that nature. For instance, let me go to my little notes I have here. For instance, um, live animals, right? Now, look, y'all, I'm an animal lover. Okay. I've had dogs in the past. Um, I'm, a, I'm a dog. Cats, eh, you know. They're a little too pious for me. It's like if they want to love you, <laughs> pay attention to you, they do. And if they're not in the mood for you, you can't find them. But a dog is always happy to see you. Doesn't matter what time of day or night. Um, they're going to love on you. They're going to be happy to see you. I love dogs. And I, I think that's why they call them man's best friend. because They're always happy to see you. Right. As much as I love dogs. I don't want to eat around a bunch of animals personally, right? And so there's a section of the updated food code that discusses live animals inside of food establishments, right? And to be honest, it's supposed to clear this up. Like, can they be in there? Can they not? It doesn't. Again, this is all my opinion. Please take this with a grain of salt. But it doesn't. It says, um, you know, they can be in the establishment, if it's a service animal, some service animals have certifications or licenses or special collars. Some don't. So 
handle it on a case by case basis. How is that clearing anything up? And then this, and then they say, um, they speak to animals can be outside, like on an outside patio or deck, if your local regulatory authority allows it. So if you're approved to have animals, thanks for nothing. You cleared nothing up. <laughs> now, you know, I listen again, animal lover, but they shed, there's hair, they like to lick, you know, saliva everywhere. You know, if if your if your dog's not properly trained, they could be urinating or like I just I, I just don't like it. I, personal opinion. I just don't like it. I don't I don't like the, the animals in the food service establishment. Personally. Okay. Um, what else? So the number one, probably most pertinent thing that I saw pop up on this FDA remix. Uh, of the food code is that sesame is now included as a major food allergen. Sesame is now included as a major food allergen. We're a little bit behind. Some other countries have already stated this, uh, but we're playing a little catch up now, right? So it's no longer the big eight. Hi, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I got to go change my slides. <laughs> Because when I teach allergens to my class, right, we talk about the big eight. We talk about, uh, and that's kind of like a memory jogger, memory trick, right? The big eight. We talk about wheat, eggs, fish, shellfish, soy, peanuts, tree nuts, dairy. Now we got to slide sesame in there. Okay, we got to slide sesame in there. And so it's now the big nine. Okay, so um, keep that in mind. And so depending on... You know, where you live, what state, what county, they may take a while to adopt this. But I would start thinking ahead uh, before your health inspector comes in and says something to you. Right. So I would start thinking ahead. If you have um, sesame anywhere on your menu, sesame oil, uh, sesame bun for a burger, anything of that nature, it is now considered an allergen. So you treat it just like peanuts. Right. Tree nuts. Um you wouldn't want to, you got to be careful of, of, of cross contact, all of that stuff, right? So think ahead. Don't wait until they potentially bring the hammer down, so to speak. Just go ahead and start making a plan. How are you going to address this? Uh, and there's also some verbiage around um, how employees or team members should be speaking to allergens, right? So they should be fully aware of what items on your menu may contain or do contain allergens. So if, if your team, especially, I was going to say, especially the front of the house team, but it's really everybody. It's really everybody front of the house, back of the house. Um, everybody needs to be aware because, you know, if you're touching the food, prepping it, you need to, you need to be aware. And if you're in the front of the house, if someone asks a question about an allergen, you need to be able to answer that question intelligently. Right. So, so get ready for that. All right. Sesame is now part of uh, our allergen list. Let's see what else stood out to me there. Hand washing temperature. Now, folks, listen, they say, and you know how it is when they say something, <laughs> who are, who are they? <laughs> they say that the temperature of the water does not affect the cleanliness uh, when you're washing your hands. However, I just something about hot water. I just, ah, it just makes me feel cleaner. Hot, you know, when I'm washing my hands, when I'm washing dishes, I like that water to be as hot as I can possibly stand. Okay. But 
according to the FDA, now it's okay to have hand washing water temperature uh, uh, at 85 degrees. Okay, so they dropped it down a bit uh, from a minimum of 100 to 85. Okay, again, they say the temperature of the water doesn't matter as much. It's more about um, what kind of soap are you using, right? Does it have antibacterial properties and the friction of like actually removing debris, rubbing your hands together, removing the soil, debris, food, particles, things of that nature. Y'all let me know what you think. Y'all let me know what you think in the comments, okay? I again, it's something about hot water. It just it just does me does my heart good. I I like the water nice and piping hot. And uh it'll probably stay that way. <laughs> okay? Uh what else stood out to me? Um a couple of the things seem like common sense, but you know what they say about common sense. Common sense ain't common. All right. So there's a note about commercially packaged food must be prepared um, according to manufacturer instructions prior to using it in RTE foods uh, or offered in unpackaged form for consumption. So let's back that up. Let's back that up. Let's back that up. Commercially packaged foods must be prepared according to the manufacturer's instructions. Here's where I feel like that's common sense. A ready-to-eat food, RTE food, means that no further cooking or preparation has to happen in order for it to be consumed. For instance, lettuce, ready-to-eat food. Now, do I prefer to... Um, chop it up and add some walnuts and craisins and blue cheese dressing and maybe a little grilled chicken on there and a little razzle dazzle. Yes. Yes, I do. But I technically could just grab a piece of lettuce and start eating it. All right. So that's a ready to eat food, an apple, an orange, um, you know, piece of piece of bread is a ready to eat food. Right. So when they say commercially packaged food must be prepared according to the manufacturer's instructions. If it's ready to eat, why would it need to be prepared according to any instruction? To me, that's common sense. But if the manufacturer puts on the box, you need to cook it, grill, uh, you know, to a certain internal temperature that has to be done. Okay. Before you can um, put it on, out on a salad bar or say that it's um, for instance, what's, what's a good example, peas, corn, um, something like that, or it's like maybe like a kidney bean or something, right? So if it, you could eat it straight out of the can, like a kidney bean, but if the can says it has to be prepared to a certain temperature, that has to happen before you can include it in anything. All right. Um, there's also some new criteria for donation of food. Um, I didn't dig into that one. Now that I'm looking at my notes, that was a misstep because I wanted to go back and look at that one. So <laughs> I might have to drop something later in the comment uh, addressing that. But the interesting thing about uh, food donations is that oftentimes people feel like, oh, okay, I have some leftover, whatever. I'm just going to take it and, um, you know, give it away, like give it away to, to the homeless or a, or a shelter or something. You have to be very careful. Now, it's not that they wouldn't be appreciative. It's not that they don't need it, right? But it becomes a liability issue, especially if something has been um, heated and held, right? Uh, was it cooled properly? Do you have a log of the cooling? Uh, what, you know, like what's happening there? Because 
what you don't want to happen is somebody to consume food that you out of your goodwill didn't want to waste it, wanted to give away and then become sick, right? That creates a whole different liability issue. Okay, so there's some new verbiage around food donations. Again, I have to go back and look at that one, but there's a, there's lots and lots of changes. I didn't look at all of them. I kind of skimmed through, pulled out the ones that I felt like, ooh, okay, those are are um those are big ones. Okay, so definitely the sesame, right? Hand washing temperature, the conversation about animals. I, I feel like it's going to continue to be ongoing. Um, things of that nature. So dig into that and let me know what y'all think. What stands out to you? Again, if you look at the code, if you download that PDF, go ahead and skip to page 651 and it'll give you um, kind of a list of all of the amendments and changes. And then you can figure out which ones you look, you want to look at, which ones may apply to you and your operation. Okay. Um, that's the hack for that. Unless you just want to read 600 pages, more power to you. <laughs> But let me know in the comments, what do y'all, what do you feel about, um, especially this live animal conversation? Here's the thing. I feel, even when I walk through the airport, um, it's like everybody has a service animal now. Now, some people genuinely need, need it, right? But some people, y'all just, y'all getting a little extra with it, right? Oh, you know... Uh, Fido, mm, he's an emotional support animal because you get anxiety flying, perhaps, or did you want to just bring him to Miami with you? <laughs> like, uh, because he fits cute in your bag. Like, which one? And, and the same thing with going out to eat. Like, do you really need your animal? Now, again, no knock against people with legitimate service animals. Right. They help you get around, navigate the world, cross the street, be aware of danger. That legit. But you just like wanting to have your lap dog with you just because I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just leave him at home. Pick him up and take him to the dog park after you go out to eat. I don't. Am I wrong? You can tell me if I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> But anyway, if you weren't aware that there was a recent update now, there you have it. Recent update to the FDA food code. Check it out. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what stands out to you as kind of some important things. I highlighted a few things I thought were important that you should know. Curious to know your thoughts and feelings. If there's a particular uh, line item that you want to know more about or you want to dig into together, let me know. I can take a closer look and we can put our heads together and see um, how we feel. Uh, but again, also keep in mind your local regulatory authority has the final say so. Okay. The person coming to do your inspection um, in your state and or county has the final say so in kind of what's what it may take some time to adopt some of these new practices and recommendations. So they're really recommendations. Okay. Um, but be ahead of the game, stay ahead of it. Don't wait until somebody tells you to make a change to make a change, especially if you know something applies to you and you know, it makes sense. For instance, we know how to treat allergens, right? The very common ones um, like dairy and wheat, 
usually the guest knows how to navigate that. Um, but some things like nuts, tree nuts, um, you they may not realize that something has crushed nuts or has is a peanut sauce or something like that, right? And so really, really, I would just emphasize training your team to to be aware and to be able to speak intelligently to the ingredients on your menu and go ahead and throw sesame in the bunch now. Just go ahead and get ahead of the game. Get ahead of the game. Throw sesame in the bunch. If, again, you have questions, comments, concerns, or want to dig deeper on a particular line item together, let me know. Thank you for tuning in to the Hospitality Hacks Pro show. I hope this was helpful in some way um, to notify you that there have been some changes to help you think about how to get ahead um, and so you can be aware. Okay, knowledge is power and all that jazz. I will talk to y'all next week. Thank you once again for tuning in. Did I say thank you again? I said it a lot of times, but I truly appreciate y'all. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. The subscriptions and the comments and the likes really help the channel. Uh, and we're trying to push this thing forward in 2023. And so tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay. If you have a friend, family member, associate, uh, who is in the uh, restaurant business, food and beverage business in some capacity, um, uh, make that introduction. Make that introduction for me. All right. Uh, I, I would love for them to come on into the fold. All right. And if you have a topic you want us to tackle or a question you want us to tackle, let me know that too. I'll see y'all next week. Have a good one.